Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Girl Taku, hosted by the Ladies of Anime Trending. We are back with another fun topic on the table. My name is Gracie, and I am always joined by... Isabel here, and... This is Agnes. So, without further ado, the Girl Taku today will be about our favorite bromances. Because, ooh, anime loves, loves, loves their bromances, and so do the fandoms, and the fandoms include us. When I first mentioned that this was going to be our topic, Agnes got really, really excited about it. <laughs> so, I'm going to call you out, Agnes, and put you on the spot, and you're going to lead us today. Who are your favorite bromances, and why are they your favorite? If you had told me at the beginning of the season that we would have a bromance episode, I was going to be like, ah, all right, a bromance episode is fine. And then until I saw this anime this season, I was like, this is it, guys. We have to do this. I have to talk about them. And yeah. the bromance that I'd like to spotlight this week is Langa and Reiki from Skate the Infinity. I absolutely adore these two. Not so much because of the fact that maybe this director has some interesting ideas to do things with Longa and Reiki if they end up being a couple just because this director is infamously known to do banana fish but I especially love the dynamic that they have for Reiki and Longa shown in Skate the Infinity um the first thing I guess that stood out to me was basically Reiki is trying to like make friends with like the super quiet new transfer kid in school and they just talk about the thing that Reiki loves most which is skateboarding and they go to like skateboarding parks. They go sit in his like little like lab to construct skateboards. And it just gives me like very warm, fuzzy feelings of like guys I used to know in high school who would do the same thing. Like they hype up their friends to do an activity that they really like. Like for instance, when League of Legends came out, everyone was like, oh my god, League of Legends, you gotta go try it. And then they just like form like this really tight bromance <laughs> over like playing games or something. And so seeing mm -hmm. that for Langa and Ricky, despite the whole like, plot of Skate the Infinity. It really like warms my heart to see that kind of romance. Also, uh, it's more like the idea of bonding over the activity was cuter for you than the actual like, ooh, skateboard sort of thing, right? I mean, that was also the idea too, because like skateboarding is cool. I think skateboarding <laughs> is cool. I have, I, okay, for reference, I am an absolute klutz with anything that rolls on wheels and anything that is, any sport that's thrown with like a throwing ball, like baseball, softball, basketball. I'm terrible at those things. But seeing people actually do them makes you kind of feel inspired and be like, wow, that is so cool. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Long and Reiki are one of my, I think my top two bromances so far, just because of how lovely they are portrayed in the show it's like it's you can see it as very i guess like a very platonic relationship of very bro-like or if you're more of a bl shipper you can also see it that way too i just think they look really cool together and isabel you watched the anime too right i did i like all the pairings they actually have in there i feel like they have uh reiki and Langa and then cherry blossom and joe so they have like pairs Oh, that that's an interesting adult pairing too. That that is a very funny, like, romantic sort of uh, adult styled. Yeah, absolutely. But definitely, yeah, Longa and Reiki definitely also caught my attention as well. Um, it was like by episode two or three, they were like really close already, which is very they surprising. Were tight. Yeah, like, really tight. <laughs> curiosity because skate the infinity is essentially a, a sports genre anime and sports genre animes tend to really really lean into the bromance for obvious reasons because there's teams and you know and like players and you have to work together to sort of win and stuff like that what made these two sort of stand out more in regards to the sports playing genre than like the other bromances that tend to show up there i think it's because they share a mutual passion in the sport and it's not really a team sport that you would see like in Haikyuu or like Kuroko no Basket they just like the sport for what it is ah. and they're willing to go as far as lengths to like design boards for themselves but they're not doing it by them they're not doing it by themselves you know they're doing it together so mm -hmm. it there's like this kind of like nice friendship that comes along in there I mean there are other characters in the show like Miwa, for instance, who is portrayed as the loner kid because he's like the genius of the skateboarding community or the skateboarding um, 
competitions in Japan. And he's like incredibly sad. Like he's an incredibly sad boy who tries to protect himself that he doesn't need anybody to like share that passion with. But after like interacting with Reiki and Langa, he kind of realizes like, oh, maybe it's not so bad to actually have friends who share the same passion. Like you said, he was like, yeah, it's not too bad to have friends. And he even, I think he planted himself in between them. Like, yeah, I'm your friend now too. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like, I guess the king, the hero can be friends with the slimes in like a very cindery way. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he just wanted friends. I see. (laughs) He just wanted friends. (laughs) So I guess, um, not I guess. I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, So out of like all the cute moments that's shown up in the anime so far, what has been your favorite scene between them? Oh, gosh. (laughs) <laughs> like filtering i did not expect this question i'm sorry i'm sorry I, no, I, it's, it's well, a very it's it's a very smart question, it's a very good question. The, as someone who doesn't watch the anime itself like you know i gotta you guys gotta paint the picture for me here so i think my favorite episode was and i keep replaying it actually on on occasion is when it's langa versus miwa and Langa had just gotten his new skateboard that has been completely outfitted to fit his skill set. because mm. uh, And it's done in a really genius way because it's a team collaborative effort of Langa using his former skill sets of being a snowboarder and then Reiki figuring out how to like reformat his skateboard in a way that suits him. And so in his fight between Mio, he just shows this all off and you're just like, whoa, that just reeks of cool. And it's just very romantic of how that like plays out as well. Uh, I don't know. It's the it's the it's the wheelchair scene, Isabel, the one where like he pivots on the on the skateboard and it mimics the the wheels on a on a wheelchair. Oh, or not a wheelchair, yes. like a not a wheelchair. Sorry, uh, a like rolling a, chair, like an office chair. rolling chair. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was a very like romantic part where Reiki is like completely ecstatic that he just made a board just for Langa and it helped him win the competition. And Langa is just equally impressed and very like, wow, I love this new skateboard too. So it's very cute, I would say. That does sound really cute, actually, yeah. (laughs) And it's funny because like, at one point, I think Reiki was like, I love you, you're my new best friend. And Langa's just kind of like a little bit surprised by like how forward that was. Mm -hmm. And then Reiki turns to the skateboard and he's like, I met you, you're my new baby now. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I, I didn't watch the anime this season for, you know, I've talked about it briefly in our very, very first episode where sports is actually not really my sort of genre slash thing, but I've seen beautiful screenshots of the anime, if nothing else, and I know for a fact that there would definitely be people shipping the two of them, but I didn't I didn't expect them to have, like, such a wholesome bromance that they shot to the top two for you, Agnes. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, it just, like, skyrocketed. I was just like... I was like, oh, wow, this is it. (laughs) Reminds me of the stonks that was happening with GameStop only like a few years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It was like that immediate. It's like a chemical reaction. (laughs) Chemical reaction. Well, it is in your brain. It sparks joy. It sparks dopamine. So it is a chemical reaction. (laughs) Every time we say like it sparks joy, I'm reminded of like that Marie Kondo phrase. Like it must spark joy. (laughs) I'm like, yes, it does spark joy. It does spark joy. (laughs) Uh, all right, so that's your first pick. So who is your second pick in this case? Right now on my screen, I have like three other contestants because I was doing some last minute research before we started. Mm-hmm. And I think the one that I want to highlight the most is Takeo and Sunakawa from Ore Monogatari. Oh! oh. Okay. <laughs> I think they have the strangest but the coolest romantic relationship ever seen in like in a shoujo before. I've never seen this thing. So like, Takeo and Sunokawa are like best friends. As we, I mean, actually, let me ask this question: Has it, all of us seen it? The Ore Monogatari series. Yes. yes. I at least okay, I have. Okay, is it? Okay, so we all we all know what, what I'm talking about at this point. So for the reader's sake, Takeo and Sunokawa are like best friends since uh, from a long time ago, probably when they were in elementary school or middle school. And the the big difference is that Takeo is what is normally seen as 
considered ugly or unattractive in Japanese culture. He's really huge. He's like almost probably as big as a, t- a typical like judo or martial artist. He's got really thick lips. He has like this crew cut hair and he doesn't look very anime boy flashy, right? So he's like very big guy, but he has a good heart. His best friend Sunokawa is the typical definition of the anime pretty boy. But what stands out in their relationship is that Sunokawa always turns down girls or after his looks because he knows a lot of them talk about his friend, like how his friend is not very attractive or he's not very like, um, he's not up to their standards and he really dislikes that. And so he always goes out of his way to make sure that Takeo at least finds some sort of happiness in his life first. Like he puts Takeo above all else. Like Sunakawa does not care about his own relationships, but he cares about Takeo getting his own and when he finally gets his girlfriend, Sunakawa makes sure they avoid every single shoujo pitfall that is possible. And even though he third wheels a good chunk of the time, he doesn't actually mind it as much. Like, he doesn't feel jaded. He feels very happy for Takeo. Yeah, honestly, it just feels like he's so happy for his best friend that being a third wheel is actually, is actually you know, something to give him joy rather than be like, oh, I'm the third wheel in this situation sort of thing. Right, he's not like spiteful or just feeling angry about it. He's just very happy to see his best friend happy as well. I mean, I think like the one scene that still sells me the most of how this bromance comes is Takeo doesn't know how to kiss a girl. So he goes over to Sunokawa's room, barges in with the saran wrap. He's like, let's practice kissing. And Sunokawa's like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember this. (laughs) And the fact that he's willing to go through it for his friend even though he's slightly traumatized, but he's also like, if it makes him happy, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I think that really solidified it. You couldn't, um, you couldn't see me, but when you were talking about the part of how he would turn down girls because he hears them talking, talking bad things about his best friend, I was like nodding my head, being like, yes, yes, that is a true bro right there. Like your friend. Right? Is so- I mean, that's that's what true friends should do. Like mm-hmm. if you have somebody who's tight teen, you know that they're a good person, you would want to defend them to like the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it's just, I think it happening in a shoujo, uh, in a shoujo adaptation just well actually i'm not quite sure if ore monogatari is a shoujo manga but um but it, it is um in a in a shoujo atmosphere like the fact that there's this bromance here who is not some kind of love rival at all and is really yeah. just here to be like i know my friend is a great guy and i just want happiness for him like that is so so sweet <laughs> it is absurdly wholesome and i'm just here for it i just sit there and i'm like ah oh, yes my two good boys, my two best boys. <laughs> and even then, like, they're so good to their other friends, too. Like, the episode where they invite all of their friends, like, you know, their typical high school, their friends are like typical high schoolers, you're like, I want a girlfriend, mm-hmm. but they're also like, oh, I'm too chicken, or they go play games, or like go to the arcade and stuff. And they invite them to the mixer, and all the guys are like, you guys are gods, I love you guys so much. And it's such a bro moment. <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh one of my uh good guy friends uh he uh I, i'm he's my co-worker but you know we're really close and he the other day he was talking to me and he was just like i just want my bros to succeed and be happy and i'm like that is the cutest thing i have ever seen you say. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of <laughs> i feel like guys don't openly admit it but they will ride or die with their bros honestly <laughs> Because having friendships makes you more confident and it gives you a good support system. And it's just, yeah, like having bromances, having sisterhoods, like those are great things to have. And I mean, like, you know, obviously anime all has things to critique about. And a lot of things are a reflection of Japanese society, which is actually another episode that we have planned in the future. But I think bromances being so prevalent in anime is a really positive thing for them to have because let let guys have their extremely close friendships with their other guys. It's It's great. It's good for them. It's confidence building and emotionally like fulfilling, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> 100%. I totally agree with that. Preach. Yeah, it's absolutely fulfilling, especially for Sunokawa, because he actually finds uh, Takeo to be genuinely funny. He he just starts laughing. Oh, that's like, right, yeah. 
because his friend is so funny and he really enjoys his company. So that's why. And he can definitely all see all the good qualities that Takeo has. And so that's why he's like rooting for him. But I think that's super, super cute between the two, at least, or at least for Sunokawa to at least, at least show emotion because usually he's kind of like stoic and cold towards everyone else, maybe. Mm-hmm. Arigatari is, yeah. is just a solid anime with a lot of things, a lot of anime cliches that work. And while subverting a lot of other anime cliches that just don't work, it, it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just solid. <laughs> <laughs> I will put a random tangent here, but speaking of like non cliche, like taking cliche things and then turning it around in Oro Monogatari, I just remember like the the female protagonist. She's just like, I wanted to do dirty things with Takeo, but it just <laughs> ends up being like, I just want to hold hands and cuddle, and I'm like. Honey, <laughs> that's not dirty. That's just cute. That's just cute. Stop it. The whole anime gives you a sugar rush. In all honesty, whether it's like the <laughs> yeah. romance or the bromance, it's a sugar rush. One hundred percent. Oh well. Anyway, those two are great sounding bromances. Um, I'll. I might actually. I probably still won't watch Skate the Infinity because I, I'm not interested in skateboarding, but I might watch clips in the future <laughs> just out of curiosity um, between the bromances. But yes, Oremono Gatsuri is uh, so adorable and um, a great bromance. Um, so following that line of thought, uh, the one that the first one that I picked is very, 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 uh, I'm very biased on because it kind of reminds me of my own relationships with my best friends. But I did pick, uh, I bid, I did pick one of the bromances from Haikyuu because there's so many of them. But the one I picked was Akashi and Bokuto. And <laughs> I think I, it's easy for you to see why I yes. picked those. <laughs> I, this is too glaring. This is. <laughs> I think we have to establish the fact that we took a quiz or something, or we determined that you were Bokuto, right? Or yes, Bokuto, I was Bokuto. Right? Oh, yes. That's um, right. Loud, yes. Gets distracted kind of easily, yes. And then, like, says very randomly inspirational things and then turns around and just like, yeah, so what's your name again? So, yes, those are all things that <laughs> I have done, admittedly. And uh, and Bokuto Akashi's relationship really just reminds me too much of the relationships I have with my friends. They are constantly, because they're all my closest friends are introverts, as we've discussed before. And they're constantly sort of like coming, like sort of breeding in logic when I go on one of my rants. And sometimes I just like rant about something for no reason whatsoever with no prefaces. And one of my friends would just stare at me and be like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> which is exactly what Akashi does a lot of times where he was like, I was, I was like, I don't know what Bokuto just said or I don't know what you're trying to say. And so, but I think, uh, I think Bokuto and Akashi is just super duper sweet. And I like the whole contrast of personalities as well. Uh, I always love when one is super serious and maybe not super serious, but a lot more calm and logical and sort of like common sense while the other was like really loud and emotional and like does a bunch of random things for no reason whatsoever and but the two of them work out really well because the the calmer one finds the the louder energetic one amusing or intriguing and interesting rather than weird or uh or or just different and then um and then the loud the loud energetic one just has a lot of respect for the calmer one and it sort of leads to a very funnily balanced friendship between the two of them and so and so that's why I just have a thing for Bokdil and Akashi and it's just so many scenes are similar to me and my current roommate as well there's the um Someone pointed out how Bokdo's flipped because Bokdo's the older older one, but Bokdo always wants Akashi to notice him and be like, Akashi, did you see this? Akashi's so sub senpai, notice me. It's Kohai, notice me, please. And so, um, and I kind of do that with my roommate all the time. I'd be like, I'd be like, did you see this? Did you see that? Like, am I great? Sort of thing. She'd be like, yes, 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 you're great. You're amazing. <laughs> but she's not like, like seriously buying into it or anything. And so, and I just, I just, think 
their dynamics is endearing and it makes me happy to see it portrayed in such a positive manner because that also makes me feel good about like my own friendship with my friends so yeah that's it (laughs) it's is it is it kind of a selfish love letter to me and my own friendships yes (laughs) that's my first pick guys Uh, well, if, if anything, it's an indication of a very good, like, romantic friendship that you have with your friend. Um, and also for, like, Bokuto and Akashi as well. Yeah, it's just, I just, I don't know. It, yeah, it's just so many things are endearing <laughs> to me. It's like, um, it's it's even like in the new season where Bokuto faints because he's so, he's so freaking out about the match and Akashi has to catch him and was like, Bokuto saw like, get yourself together. And during that whole episode when I was watching it with uh, my roommate, I'd be like, ah! And I'd like cover my eyes and I'm like, I can't watch this anymore, you know, sort of thing. And my roommate's just like, Gracie, it's okay. Look, Gracie, they're winning. They got a point. <laughs> sort of thing and my friends always say that my life and like my relationships are Japanese anime characters so in a way I'm just shooting myself in the foot right now by talking about this <laughs> I just like how you can draw so many lines to it so similar I think the only difference between me and Bokdil is Bokdil is a little more spontaneous than me I do tend to plan things out a little more than him but yeah we are oh well that and that in his like emo phases with um not getting enough attention that is something that is very different for me because i i don't care as much about being center of attention but other than that everything else he does i'm just like oh i keep seeing myself and then i see him with a costume i'm like oh i keep seeing him and my friends and so <laughs> um yeah the only reason why i picked this bromance out of all the other bromances in haiku is completely personal bias reasons but i hope you guys are okay with you know um going along with that so (laughs) that is totally fine so who is your second pick then if it's not related to your own personal bias is is it or the better question is is it something that's not actually related to your own personal bias i think my second pick would probably be uh yamaguchi and suki because oh okay i like i like stories of um people like I like stories of friendships that comes from helping one stand up for the other one. And even though Tsuki wasn't purposefully, like, scaring the bullies off for Yamaguchi, he still did it in a way that made Yamaguchi feel safe suddenly and not so cowardly about himself, which is why he stuck close to Tsuki. And the fact that Tsuki was okay with Yamaguchi sticking close to him and I'm sure knows that it was because Yamaguchi felt safer around him and just let him do it and continued to, like, just be friends with him and interact with him. I just find that really sweet. And, um, yeah, I just find that really sweet and really important because I know bullying is a problem everywhere, and it really, really does show just having a single friend stand up for a bullied victim does world a world of wonder to helping out the situation so yeah that's my that would be my second pick that's not so much personal like you know relations or bias (laughs) yeah i think that's a good one too i would choose that i'm trying to wonder if kageyama and hinata are bromance theirs is interesting because they start off as like this they kind of have like that love hate relationship going on yeah they do Mm mm-hmm but it is a type of bromance, just like a different style. Like it's it's interesting because all the bromances I think have similar styles to how romantic relationships are, but just platonic in between guys. So <laughs> Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, so like that's my first pick. My second pick is uh Tanaka and Ulta from Tanaka Kun is always listless. I don't know if you guys have seen that anime or not. Oh, I saw clips of it. They're 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 pretty good as a romantic couple. Yeah. Or like romantic pairing, sorry. Yeah. Uh Isabel, um, have you seen it? No, unfortunately I haven't. I only know uh, it by name, so please explain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um if you guys want to watch like just a super duper relaxing slice of life anime, like no tension, just here to make you feel good and make you feel joy, you should definitely check that anime out. But essentially in there is Tanaka-kun is or Tanaka is 
uh, sort of like minimal effort sort of guy. He's he's very um, he's very neutral the way he talks, and he walks very slowly. He's always napping. He can nap everywhere, sort of thing. And Ulta, on the other hand, is this really big guy who is um, not so much energetic per se, but very uh, proactive and athletic and kind of opposite in every way that Tanaka is, minus the fact that they're both very nice and they're both actually pretty quiet in the way they talk. Um, and the thing is, Ulta finds like Tanaka's ability to just like doze off or to be super duper chill and like just relax to be very impressive because he's unable to do that because he's very gung-ho and he like faces everything forwardly and of course Tanaka really likes Ulta because he is so gung-ho and proactive and the two of them have this strange like symbiotic mutual like romantic symbiotic. <laughs> symbiotic but a symbiotic romantic relationship because uh Ulta would like remind Tanaka to do these things and like um and like you know to do this and uh and help him like run to class and like um and other stuff like that but then Tanaka sort of like inexplicably helps Ulta sort of chill out and relax more just by being in his presence and stuff like that and Tanaka is actually very very inquisitive and observant because he is always striving for laziness of course he cares about efficiency <laughs> and so um and so he always like points out stuff that makes things more efficient and stuff like that and Oto would be super impressed by it so it's just this very wholesome like laid back sort of romantic and uh, romantic relationship between the two of them and how their friendship works with each other um yeah <laughs> I love it. It sounds great. I think it sounds very similar to actually one of my good, one of a very good relationship that I had with my co-president for a club that I ran back in college. I was the listless one. I slept anywhere, anytime. Wow. Like you could see me like curled. I was the college student that would curl up in the corner of the club room with the lights turned off. Somebody accidentally walked in thinking we had a meeting and they saw me sleeping there. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Just turn off the lights when you leave. And I went back to <laughs> Um. Meanwhile, my co my co-president, he's a very gung ho, does a lot of things, and was like, and we actually like had a very good like platonic relationship based off of that, like bouncing off of each other. Like sometimes it's just very like laxadissal, and sometimes he would be the one like, let's do X, Y, and Z, and let's like make it cool, make it fun, make it like interactive for people. But we ended up having a very good chemistry and bring the club to fruition. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this because this is real. <laughs> One of my favorite clips between the two of them is they were in class and they were playing bad uh, the gym class and they were playing badminton and obviously Ulta's a star player in any sort of sports and so he like hits the bad uh, the oh, what is it called? It's is it called the badminton the the little thing that you, or is it the birdie? The birdie. A birdie, birdie yeah. yeah. So the birdie. he hits the birdie really well and he gets a point and the other team um the other team were also friends with them just not like the super close bromance friends that the that Tadaka and Ulta are and the and so the other two were like oh of course Ulta's good at this sort of thing and Ulta and uh, Tadaka was just like oh like you know like Ulta you seem so cool sort of thing and Ulta was like oh do you want to try it and Tadaka's like yeah I'll try it and so he tries but wait this is he, <laughs> he, he like didn't grip the badminton like racket hard enough and so instead the racket like flies from his hand and like oh, gets no. into the other court and almost hits the other two and so and everyone's like oh my gosh Tanaka you're gonna kill someone like that but he like gave it his all and everything and they were like pushing Tanaka off the court and Ulta just goes Tanaka that was great form <laughs> you were too <laughs> or like even like just accidentally throwing the racket at least he like did it in a form that was impressive to Ulta and so I just love how they feed off of each other that way it's just clear that they love being in each other's company and it makes them happy and relaxed and I think that's all that ultimately matters so <laughs> I think I totally agree with that because that actually also happened to me and my co-president too he was like, I think we at one point in college, we weren't doing exercising. Like, we weren't, like, being fit, mm -hmm. I guess. We weren't fit enough like we were in the freshman year. And he was like, okay, Agnes, let's get our shit together and let's, like, 
run and like jog. I've been doing it for like the past like the past week between classes to make myself feel good. And I'm like, all right, I already want to go. Like, I'm usually pretty <laughs> listless at this point. When I was in college, I was a pretty lazy bum with exercising compared lazy to when I was in high school. High, <laughs> high school, I was. I was the jo- I was a jockey in high school. I, uh, mm. I mean, I did a lot of karate outside. I did like I devoted like six, seven hours a week. Wow, to karate. Mm. So it was like pretty intense. It was in high school, but then college, I was just like, "Hello, lab life." I'm just gonna sit here and work on experiments. So I was pretty listless. Um, and so my my co president's like, "All right." Let's run. And I'm like, all right, we're going to run. And so our school had like this huge ring um, in our campus that connects all the buildings together. So we were running that first. And then we're kind of like, okay, this is kind of easy. Let's do something a little bit more ambitious. We decided to run from the school campus to the actual gym that is on the outskirts of campus. And we'd be passing by like crosswalks and like red lights and stuff like that. So it was like really ambitious. And then at one point, like I was just really tired. I was really out of shape. I was just like, yeah. bro, like please wait. And he's like, okay, we can like take it easy. So like we like tried to keep it pace with each other and we tried to keep it up for a week. Oh. <laughs> So did it continue or no? No, <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> everything in college, like everything that you are passionate about doing will always fall short after a week. <laughs> always fall short after a week. Well, I'm glad- We tried. We really tried. Okay, well, I'm glad that isn't true for everything because if that was the case, I wouldn't be at Anime Trendy anymore. So. <laughs> That's true. Especially since I started, uh, I started this thing in college. Oh, that's so funny, though. <laughs> yeah, I would be, like, wheezing and out of breath. I was not fit in college anymore <laughs> for it. He's the type that's, like, uh, drinks a lot of water out of his hydro flask. He goes on keto diets a lot. And I'm just like, hi, I'm going to be a slob and eat a lot of noodles. <laughs> and I slept a lot, too. <laughs> it was at, I slept so much in college. At one point, one of my other good friends, she bought me a sleeping mask. Wow. Like the ones that Whoa. you put over your eyes and it has like gel inside of it. So it helps soothe the eyes as you sleep. <laughs> yes, Agnes sleeps a lot. I am known to take naps a lot. It's so funny because I think you are very gung ho slash passionate about certain things, but now I see it's like you will be an Ulta in very unique situations and then you're Tanaka everything else. <laughs> yeah. I can be Tanaka everywhere else. <laughs> Like, I, like sometimes we'll be in that common room for the club room, and I'm, and then I just, and then sometimes I just get really sleepy while doing schoolwork, and I'll announce to everybody in the club room, all right, I'm taking a nap, uh, I'll be up in an hour, bye, and I just like roll over on the floor. Oh my god! Like, okay. Wow. <laughs> you two, you and Katanika should definitely meet. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we'll just nap on the floor. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. exactly what's gonna happen. To see who naps faster and easier and. Oh, that would be so fun. Who naps the longest? Yeah, no, that would be so fun. Um, but yeah, anyway, those are my two bromances, and I am passing the baton to you, Isabel. Who are your two bromances you got for us today? Oh yeah, for me. Um, yeah, let's start with this one. I chose from My Hero Academia. Um, between Bakugo and Kirishima. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't really strike me as friends until all of a sudden I realized they were friends because Kirishima is kind of like a side character, I would say, in My Hero. So I didn't really see him interact with Bakugo that much. But when you really break it down to the moments, they really have their moments. And as you might know, Bakugo is one of the main characters and he's, I feel like he just verbally trashes everyone, including uh, Deku. And even though he acts like a bully to everyone, he's like super loud and everything. Um, for some reason, he has a soft spot for Kirishima. And I think the reason why is because Kirishima is just really eager. He's um, super friendly towards everyone um, in kind of like a subtle way. He's very loving and caring towards his classmates and friends, um, kind of like Ida, who is the class representative. But Ida's kind of like shouting at everyone, hey, everyone, get in line. Hey, everyone, do this. <laughs> but I think Kirishima has like a softer approach to things. And that is why Bakugo, I feel like, kind of labels him as a friend, even though he doesn't go like, this guy's my friend, puts his arm over him. Actually, I feel like Kirishima is the only person who can even touch Bakugo without mm, getting I blown up. I love those. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah. 
they're just really cool. They have really, really small moments with each other, but I, I like how they influence each other. Um, Bakugo is extremely bad at feelings. He he would totally just shout at you even though he doesn't want to or something. Mm-hmm. And um, but Kirishin was just outwardly loving. He's just like, "You're amazing, Bakugo," and Bakugo is like, "Oh God, I don't know what to do." And he probably played <laughs> out that he, he just thought of this this kind of like the relationship I get between them. When when Bakugo is the true Sundere of this show, he actually is every single time. Like you say something nice to him, he's like, "I can't take it. I'm just gonna shout back at you." <laughs> I I think it's funny because um I don't even watch My Hero Academia, and I know about mm-hmm. those two because I see like gifs and screenshots and like stuff everywhere about them and is it literally just because kirishima is just so openly genuine about his positive feelings towards bakugo that bakugo is just unable to deny him sort of thing pretty much i would say so and even his classmates kind of know that even though they don't and he doesn't but they're just (laughs) kind of like naturally drawn to each other i would say um as friends at least and it comes probably from kirishima being super supportive of him too Kirishima is the one with the red hair, correct? Red hair, yeah. You would think that someone with red hair would be pretty much like Bakugo. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of aggro, yeah. Lots of aggro. His um, quirk is hardening, so he can harden um, everything in his body, including his hair, so it ba- basically turns into a rock. So he becomes oh. like rock solid. <laughs> um, there's also another romance, I would say, between Kirishima and, I don't, I don't know if you've seen Agnes, but there's this metal dude who turns his whole body into metal metal as well and he's from a different school and it's so oh. funny because they've they see the similarities in their quirks and they kind of team up together like hey man like who can harden faster or something? Well, yeah who, who yeah who's more like a rock and stuff and uh i would say they work well together even though they have their differences they're from different schools they they also work well together they acknowledge each gotcha. other as well mm-hmm so what about uh, Kirishima and Bakugo? Uh, like, which scene is has been your favorite so far? Like, your moment between the two of them? Yeah, and in, I think it's the second season or something where Bakugo gets into trouble and he gets kidnapped by the League of Villains and his friends are trying to get him back, but his friends cannot, can't just jump in there because the League of Villains are like, they're pretty strong. Mm. Um Side note, the League of Villains, because of how Bakugo just trashes about and says terrible things, um, they even were like, could, should we recruit this guy into the League of Villains? We could turn him into a villain, you know? Um, but really, Bakugo on the inside, he's never like that. He's very righteous. Um, he actually really, really loves All Might as well on the inside. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like a little fanboy, just like Deku is. He just doesn't show it. Um so yeah, he is a yeah, he's not able to show those things. So because of that, he gets himself into trouble. And um and then that one point and then that one point, I feel like it's a really, really great moment where Kirishima is the one to actually save him. Like um they uh the the classmates all kind of like team up and use their quirks in order to save Bakugo because that's the only way they can do it without fighting. And Kirishima's the one to like put put out his hand and say, Bakugo! come with us and Bakugo takes it and he starts flying I thought that was just a really really great moment god bless <laughs> god bless <Yeah>. my heart <laughs> good stuff good stuff we always love it when the bro saves the other bro <laughs> mm-hmm. bro <laughs> oh that's really cute I think that's the only moment there but my second um uh, my second um second pairing here I don't know if you guys have seen hunter x hunter Oh, uh, I just oh yes. I saw a good push in the beginning. Oh gosh, that was so long ago. Like I, I'm getting, I'm getting such a weird blast from the past thing. Okay, we continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I only recently started seeing that, and I think Killua and Gon are are really, really great friends. They have a really great romance in my opinion. <laughs> in, in my opinion, but yeah, I really like I how they definitely each agree. other. And I'm trying to think of, have you ever like how they start off as friends is so cute where they just start running in the hunter exam and they mm-hmm. they just say they they just start talking to each other and then i think at one point gone goes like you're my friend or something and that just brings oh, me back yes! to like yes I <laughs> my my voice i couldn't help i couldn't help getting a little tilt about it <laughs> it was really cute though well yeah have you guys ever had that moment in elementary school or something um maybe it was my elementary school and friends but like 
younger, we were we like if you wanted to be someone's friend, you would say, "You're my friend now," or you ask the question, "Can we be friends?" Yes, I have. I have. I don't know about Agnes, but I definitely have, especially especially when I was in elementary school because I moved from from another state. And so it was a lot more jarring for me to ask someone to be my friend or ask if we are friends. So anytime I've ever been like, we are friends, right? Like it was like a huge moment for me. (laughs) And so, uh, but I I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I think I had a similar moment like that in middle school and elementary school too. Or, you know, you sidle up with somebody next to the bus and they start talking about things that you like and you're like, can we be friends now? <laughs> and it's just like super wholesome and cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at yeah. one point you you suddenly stop asking if they're your friends or not because it's like inside your head you're like, oh yeah, they're my friend now. But it, it, it when it's kids be like, oh, we're friends, right? It, it just seems so much more wholesome and cuter. I don't know. I don't even know why, <laughs> yeah. but it just is. So... <laughs> I mean, it's the fact that the kids kids won't judge each other based on, like, looks or things that interest them at all. They'll just be like, oh, that's cool. There's another kid like me. Let's go talk to them and then let's be friends. Oh. Rather than, like, the middle school and high school phase where everyone's kind of judgy of each other. <laughs> they kind of look at each other like, oh, you're the band kid? Oh, you're probably a geek. I don't want to associate myself with you. Or you'll see, like, kids doing weird stuff in the backyard, like, playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards or kids who like read too much in the library and you're like, no, not my friend. And you just like distance yourself away. That is true. Cause it's more like as a kid, it's if you see someone doing something different, it's less about, I don't really get them. They're different from everyone else, but more about, Hey, what are you doing? Cause I've never seen you do, I've never seen anyone do this before. Like it's more pure curiosity than it is like any sort of judgmental thoughts yet. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I also think it's because they want, or as kids, you want to distinguish this, like, you are my friend and stuff like that. And then maybe tell other people, yeah, this person's my friend and stuff. Oh, yes, that is true. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I feel like their relationship is like that, Kill and Gone, especially how they start out. And I just think it's super cute and how close they get really fast um, Mm -hmm. throughout the Hunter exam. And then they know each other so well. Um, I also feel like they're opposites. Uh, Kilwa comes from like an assassin family, so he has a pretty much a dark history, I would say, or like his family is something that he wants to get away from. Mm-hmm. And then by joining the hunter exam, it's the way for him to kind of get that normalcy or at least experience the normal world and not be raised in a family where you're trained to kill people and think that that's the norm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in contrast, Gon is kind of like more. Um, open outgoing and he's very determined uh whereas Killua is kind of he kind of underestimates himself so I think their friendship really helps and then throughout the series they grow together I just like how they're two people just going around um and then also going through stages together or fights together and they grow uh, out of each one they're so protective of each other too it's really cute when they do that (laughs) yeah they actually are they're like, oh, you shouldn't do this because you're going to get hurt or mm-hmm. they will put themselves in danger instead because I don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> yes, I know. It's so sweet. I think it's I like these two because it's like even if their backgrounds are completely different, it's and their personalities have very different parts. But at the same time, they are still quite similar too. Like it's like a perfect blend of opposites and non-opposites. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> I think that makes sense. Yeah. How would you say they're similar, though? I, is it because they have, you know, they want to become hunters or? I, yeah, I guess like in a way, like their goal and what they're trying to do, and what they're reaching for tend to be really aligned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. Even coming out of the hunter exam, they're like, oh, what do you want to do next? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to do next? Yeah, exactly. Then... Oh, gosh, that was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's I weird now because when I look at them, I almost feel like that a kindergartner like teacher <laughs> sort of thing because they're so young so yeah they're so young they're like 11 or 12 years old and they have like the rest of their lives in front of them but they're also they also really support each other so they're like i'll, I'll go do what you want to do first let's finish this first yeah so wholesome i know <laughs> it's so cute <laughs> i think out of all the shonen-esque animes 
Yeah, I would say they're my favorite bromance between the two main characters. Like, I'm, like, searching through it really, really quickly right now in my head, but it's like, yes, I think they are my favorite bromance characters, uh, bromance protagonists in a shonen adaptation. For sure, for sure. So, I guess to round off our talk of, like, you know, here are all our cute bromances and, you know, why we love them and why it's just so cute and worth talking about, why do you think, bromances are so well beloved in the fandom and especially in comparison to sisterhoods because while there definitely are sisterhoods within anime bromances just tend to sort of stand out a little more at least that's what i see in within how the fan the anime community tends to react to bromances and so like what is it about bromances that makes it so unique and important enough that it's a huge staple within the anime community and the animes itself that's a pretty loaded question actually (laughs) i don't think i have a straight answer for that i'm like trying to filter through my mind i'm like what is an appropriate answer to say for all of this because it's true like Bromance seems to be more highly valued in Japanese anime, and sisterhood is less emphasized Mm -hmm. a lot. And I think maybe the huge bromance part is maybe shifted towards the shonen demographic as well, Mm -hmm. where a lot of like that nakama power just stems from a huge bromance of just guys being friends with each other and guys motivating each other to do cool things or to do things that they wouldn't normally do, like in a high school setting or something like that. Um, versus sisterhood, I think is not as widely explored because it's so still deeply entrenched in that whole shoujo aspect. And in the shoujo aspect, they're more concerned about drama, love triangles than like sisters actually standing up for each other and being queens, right? Mm. So (laughs) I think that's maybe the difference why bromance is so heavily emphasized in animes because it has stronger roots in the demographic that it wants to cater to or at least the original demographic that it wants to cater to now we see more shows that are potentially shifted towards like sisterhood but even older shows like nana for instance is a great example of sisterhood but i think it's maybe too complicating to understand at that point what sisterhood is like oh compared to like a bromance yeah Mm. i feel like bromance is much easier to see I, I'm not sure why. I think because, like, sisterhood is, like, it comes with a lot of different complexities that explore, like, the inner insecurities and feelings of females. Mm. So, and it gets muddled with a lot of, like, the drama and, like, out- external forces versus, like, bromance, bros stay tight. Bros are loyal. And that's, like, very clear-cut and forward, I guess. Mm, that's a good point. I was thinking, um, at least maybe it's true for the West. I can't really say for the East, but I think um, I was thinking part of the reason why bromances sort of stand out is because men are so often portrayed as, you know, being somewhat detached and somewhat, you know, like stoic about things, kind of like what we discussed last time about, you know, masculinity and how it can become toxic. Bromance is, bromance is sort of like the only time where that emotional side of like that loyalty and devotion and like I will protect you like sort of thing that doesn't come off as uh, as potentially malicious sort of shines through and it becomes so much more pure and genuine because it's almost like they can't really show it with other relationships with how masculinity has unfortunately been portrayed in the past. So that was my stab at it. But I definitely like that addition of being like sisterhood is in a, in a sense more complex and not so straightforward that bromances can be in regards to their relations with each other. and their sort of like loyalty to each other. Yeah, because I also have another sinking feeling like a lot of like sisterhood relationships is difficult to navigate through because girls, not to say that girls are judgmental of each other, but they're very protective of themselves Mm. and trying to find friends and being open about like their interests puts them potentially on the spot. It makes them feel awkward. It makes it feel like they're being targeted if they make friends with the wrong people or they associate themselves with the wrong crowd. You know, typical teenage stuff. Versus with guys, it's less so of that. They're just very laid back. They're just like, you like my interests? Cool, we're friends now. And it's just, it just is like that. It ends up being like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Just based off like what I used to see like in middle school and high school where it's like, I had difficulty making friends with girls as well because I think I also felt the same way, like kind of, 
afraid mm. and feeling like I don't fit the mold very well. But I got along with the guys very well because the guys are just like, you're a cool person. And that's kind of like what we want to see in a bromance for things like Langa and Reiki or like for Gon and Kilua in mm-hmm. that sense. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Did you experience that, Isabel? Would you say like sisterhood is a little more complex than sort of the uh, platonic relationship that bros have with each other? Yeah, I think so too. I'm like, I feel like sisterhood, like there's usually more than one person or two people actually is what I would say. Yes, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a group. Yeah. And then from personal experience too, I feel like like you said, Agnes, it's, I don't know why it's easier to sometimes be friends with guys. It's maybe because they don't care about other things or they're a little insensitive sometimes or they just don't care about the little <laughs> things. Whereas the girls can really nitpick at those things. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they're, they're just, uh, they're very clicky in a sense too. And they have very specific interests sometimes. Um, and I don't know why it's not portrayed so much in shows. And shows, some girls are just, they're like, oh yeah, I respect you and I respect you too. And then they kind of do their own thing maybe. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like really trying to find one where there's like a good sisterhood, like just two people as a duo. Maybe Burn the Witch, but I haven't seen it. And it's very short. Yeah. I wouldn't say they have no. a sisterhood. It's more like a partnership that was forced onto them. Okay. Kind of. Forced onto I, would say- <laughs> I mean, they're quote unquote working, right? I would say like the only real sisterhood that tries to show up in there is between the quote-unquote female antagonist and the blonde girl uh just because they used to be like former idols together Mm -hmm. but even then like that doesn't feel like sisterhood i would say like wonder egg is a good example of like sisterhood but then then again it becomes like it's a group yeah no that's that's a really good point because i because I do have some anime that sticks out to me that I'm like, oh, that's a sisterhood. But you're absolutely right. It's a group. It's not so much a duo. Um, right. Or like, um, what's that one show that Mari did? Uh, oh, Maidens of the Season. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, that's an example of like girls being in a sisterhood, but it's never a duo. Yeah. Like a bromance that you see. So it's very different, I think. Well, yeah. save um we uh save some of the other other conversations for that because I do we do have another episode lined up about sisterhoods in anime, but I I did want to do a quick comparison between two of them, and it's already been like really insightful. So whatever um, new insightful stuff, like you know, we gotta save it to the next episode. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But all right, um, that's basically our discussion of bromances and bromances in anime. Uh, I hope all of you guys enjoyed uh, listening to us, and I hope you will join us again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.